Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In today's episode of the Bill Kasky Podcast, I share a conversation I had in the last week with someone who's struggling trying to make their company sales and marketing minded. And I'll give you the ideas I told them. Hey, everybody, Bill Kasky, back to the Bill Kasky podcast. Um, I don't know if I like that music or not. I liked it at one point. Anyway, this is not a show about front music. This is a show about helping you become better at what you do, helping your company become better. And that's why I picked today's topic. And as I said in the in the preamble, uh, I talked to my YouTube viewers for a bit before we go live. And uh, by the way, if you are not on the list, make sure you go to YouTube. Uh, I think it's Bill Kasky Training, and uh, you'll find me there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, whenever I talk to someone and they express a problem, a dilemma, a situation, I kind of file it away. And I say, okay, uh, I've heard that before. And if I hear it again, maybe it becomes a podcast or it becomes content. And I say, wait a minute, a lot of people are having this trouble today. And, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today is this idea of how do you get your custom, your company to be sales and marketing minded? This is not about customer stuff today or prospecting. This is about how do you orchestrate your organization, whether you're a VP of sales, CEO, sales professional in the field, how do we get more people behind us in the sales and marketing effort? So that's the plan today. I've got some ideas for you. If you uh, aren't familiar with Bill Kasky, I'm talking in, in the third person as if I'm somebody else. Go to BillKasky.com. Uh, there's plenty of content there. There's also a place for you to connect with us if you'd like to talk about uh, how I might be able to help your sales team become better and more efficient and more effective and more soulful at what they do. So BillKasky.com. So I had this conversation and it um, it was this uh, this person who I've known for a while. Actually, I used to work with their firm for a while. And they were struggling with this idea of how do we get all of our people to, to, to think selling? And they're in a high service business where they are constantly on customer site with maintenance and with um, people and operations and and uh, setting up new things. I don't need to go into exactly what they do because it doesn't matter. But the point is there's lots of opportunity for their people to be more sales and marketing minded. And so he was struggling with it because he's one of the few salespeople, business development, we'll call him, who actually is out there generating more leads, more business, more discussions. And he was saying, look, if everybody did their part, we got a hundred and some people in the organization. If we all did our part, 
leads would be easier for me to go see and close because more and more people would be calling us, more things would be teed up. So again, if you're a sales professional and you're not generating enough leads internally, have a conversation with your team or, or let them watch this. So here's a couple of thoughts that I had. Number one is we have to explain to the workforce what we're doing. We are not trying to turn everybody in the company into a salesperson. We are not. I don't even care if your people are not in front of the customer. Maybe they're backroom marketing people. Maybe they're PowerPoint creators. Maybe they're designers. I, I don't. There, there's a lot of people inside your company that support you or support the sales effort that never talk to customers. Those people are still in sales and marketing. And we have to get past this thing that sales is a, is a department or marketing is a department. No, we're all, we're all in that department. If you want a sales and marketing-minded company, everybody in the company has to be in that department and in that frame of mind, most specifically. So here are three or four things that I uh, gave him and I've given my clients over the past couple of years some ideas here. Because when I get called in, it's usually for we've got a sales problem or we've got opportunity in the market that we're not capturing, or I need you to help me orchestrate, organize my sales team in a different way, or help me with a comp plan, or um, help us build our skills so that we can get in front of more of the right people. So a lot of the work I have done over the years is sales, but I'm starting to see a trend more toward, look, we've got, let's just say 20 people on our sales team, but we've got a hundred people who have client customer interaction, why can't we use them better in the sales process and in the marketing? And I think the answer is you can. So here's a couple of things that I gave to him. I said, do you guys ever do PowerPoints? He says, yes. I said, who does the PowerPoints? He said, well, we've got a person in marketing who takes direction from the salesperson and then they put together a PowerPoint for like a trade show or maybe for a, an individual presentation one-to-one. -one. And I said, okay, uh, why don't you take that PowerPoint? I said, how many slides are there usually? He said, up oh, 15, 20, 25. Okay. Take five to 10 slides from that PowerPoint and turn it into marketing content. I said, what do you mean? Well, I said, do you ever share a trend in the industry in your PowerPoints? He said, yeah, all the time. There's five major trends in our business. And we always put those one trend per slide into our PowerPoint so that we can educate our customers as to what they might be feeling. I said, okay, perfect. Those are five pieces of marketing. And you can either take the PowerPoint slide and narrate it, actually put it to, not put it to music, you can put it to music, but you actually have somebody narrate. Um, one of the biggest trends we see in our business is the trend away from uh, you know, on-site servers to cloud. Let me tell you about that. And while they're listening to you, they're watching this PowerPoint. Now, it's got to be a little bit more interesting than that, but you can then in post-edit, you can create some interest from it. So I, I wouldn't do a three-minute video where you're just looking at a PowerPoint, but it could switch back and forth between the person talking and you and the PowerPoint, whatever. The point there is not how it's done. The point is that it's done. That you start looking at all of your PowerPoints, and I know you have a lot of PowerPoints. I bet if I looked, I bet we've got 30 slide decks that have 70 to 100 per. Almost every, not everyone, but almost every one could be a piece of content, a piece of marketing content. Have the person that designed the slide do a video about how they designed the slide. 
or what this slide means in the market or how important, you know, I looked through the slides and there were 30, but I picked out this one that was so important. Let everybody else be a part of this. And I would not suggest you get your salesperson to be the one who narrates this or video records it or brings it to the world. Have your person who created the slide bring it or an, a technical person. Hi, I'm Bob Smith. I'm the technical engineer for XYZ. You know, a lot of times we hear people struggle with certain trends. Here's one today that I want to share with you and a couple of things that you can do about it. Boom. One to two minutes, you're in, you're out. And that person gets their face out into the market. You get a piece of content, not from your salesperson, because sometimes content is more powerful if it does not come from your salesperson or CEO, if it comes from the rank and file, the people who are doing the work. So that's tip number one is you have so much content in your PowerPoint and make sure that you spread that wealth around. Let other people be part of that process of getting it out into the market, whether it's on LinkedIn, social media, it could be a webinar, whatever. Number two, if you ever give public speeches, this company actually does some speeches and presentations, again, PowerPoint, but I said, start recording everything you do. I heard Gary Vaynerchuk, who you may know and like or not like, but he's pretty good at personal branding and has some innovative ideas, unique ideas. Some of these are probably derivatives of some of the things he would say to do. But he said he doesn't do content like interviews on podcasts for money uh, or for fame. He does them because it's content, because he can do a 20-minute interview podcasts, and he can break that into 20 pieces of content and get his name and likeness and brand out there on across all his platforms. So he does it once and he repurposes it. Same thing here. If you are doing presentations or speeches, record yourself. Audio record. Doesn't have to be video. It could be, but videos adds another complexity. Just get a lav mic, plug in your phone, boom, you're there. And then you can take that, you can transcribe it into, a, into an article. You can... Uh, Break it up, clip it out, and, and put it on, uh, put video with it. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do for it. But if you never record yourself, you never have content that you can leverage and repurpose. And this goes for all of the people inside your company, too, is I bet some of those people give speeches or give talks or symposiums or on panel discussions. Your, your wizard technical engineer probably has sat on a, a symposium somewhere in the last year, and you didn't record him. And he didn't record him because he wasn't thinking sales and marketing. That's what I mean. We have to all be thinking sales and marketing at all times. So that's idea number two. Idea number three is when you start with a brand new client, I've got a client who just started with a brand new customer and they're going to be working with them for the next six months. It's a big, it's one of the biggest deals. It's, he was very happy, very proud and uh, hats off. He knows who it is if he watches this and he did a great job of managing the sales process, generating the lead, the discussion, managing the sales process, guiding everybody through it. There was a lot of people involved at his company and their company, and he took the reins, he took control, he orchestrated it, and he made the sale. And he made it at, at full retail, full price. He didn't discount at all. He was, he was uh, pressured to discount, and he did not. And he followed our rules on discounting, which is never discount. It's a pretty easy rule. But I said, and he wants to become a bigger brand on LinkedIn. I said, okay, here's what you do. You track and document every part of this delivery. As you're delivering the, the project to these people, track and create, and create content around it. 
And so your first video might be, hey, these you don't have to use names. These folks came to me and they were struggling with A, B, and C. And as I started to ask more questions, I realized that it wasn't only A, B, and C, but it was D, E, and F that they were having issues with. And so we put together a proposal. It included three things, A, B, and C. And uh, if you'd like to know more about what we propose for them that solve those problems, if you have those problems, I'd be happy to talk. Send me a note below. Okay, so that might be his first video. Then his first meeting is, let's say it's a meeting of the minds with the customer and them, and there's seven people in the room, and there's four or five questions that his team asks the customer. It's now, and again, this is an engaged customer. That's a paying customer. Well, why doesn't he do a piece of content on what those seven questions are? I just started with a brand new customer. We sat for our first orientation meeting, and here are the five questions that I asked them, and here were some of their answers. That's a piece of content. Then the next meeting, and then the if there's any um, roadblocks that come up, document those. So take your sales process that you've recently sold and start to think about it as as a rich as a rich piece of content. Multiple levels, multiple pieces. Just document as you go. Document the questions they ask. Document the frustration you have with getting their mindset to change as you start to interact with them more. So those are three ideas that I think everybody in the company, now the last one is more of a salesperson, but if you have a technical engineer who's with you in, in helping implement it, get them involved in content. Get sales and marketing minded. Don't turn your people into salespeople, but get everybody thinking, how can we take this wisdom and value that we have and start to implement it into the market, distribute it? I think you'll be blown away at how many inbound calls you get and how many people that start reaching out to you or your people and say, hey, I just saw that video, Mr. Technical Engineer. Can you have your salesperson call me? Or can you, or can you call me? I'd like to ask you a few questions. That person then calls, says, hey, what's going on? How can I help? Well, I've got this problem. And at the end, you say, the technical person says, you know what? I think you should talk to, to Bob Smith. I will use Bob Smith. Uh, Bob Smith from our company. He's a specialist in this kind of thing. Why don't I set you guys up? He would be able to answer a lot more some of the business questions that you're asking. Is that okay? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, great. It's not let me have a salesperson call you, even though I might have said that earlier. So I've got a specialist, somebody in our company who specializes in problems like this and circumstances. Let me have him call you. Okay with that? Yes. Now you, the technical engineer, have generated that lead because you put something out on LinkedIn or wherever. Somebody got back with you. You nurtured it for a while and then handed it to a salesperson. That's brilliant. You have a company of 200 people and you do that 100 times I would say a year, but maybe even 100 times a month. Are you kidding me? You will have people coming out of the woodwork wanting to talk to you because they see you everywhere. And then everybody gets to be a part of the game. All right. If you want some help with um, your company, salespeople, other people doing that, I would be happy to get on a phone call. Talk with you. Go to BillCaskey.com and uh, there's contact information there. Love to talk with you. And I will see you later. All right. Bye.